mini skirt on, take my body in glitter. Platform sneakers, all the boys want a picture. Two, two, four cars, I make rich look richer. Save your breath, baby, I'm not going home with y'all. Hello, hello, hello. You're now tuned in to the A Little Bit A Lot podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, It's raining today. So if you hear the rain, let the rain fall down. Um, Any of the girls out there listen to the Brat soundtrack? And that one song by the girl that played Jade? I'm awake on this rainy day, and I'm watching as the tears fall down the window pane. I think that's the words. <laughs> I still sing that song to this day. I love, love, love the Bratz movie. Honestly, I feel like they should redo the Bratz movie because it would eat now. Like, we've got Barbie movie. We need a revamp of Bratz recasting not like the first one didn't eat but we need to run that back for sure uh but yeah this week has been good um i mentioned before that i was going to see five sauce so we did go to see them and that was epic five seconds of summer it'll be that was my fifth time excuse me that was my fifth time seeing them so as somebody who's basically been a fan for 10 years I have to say the five seconds summer show that's like what the tour was called this was the best tour that they've ever done period I mean it was so interactive like they had like a giant ball the cube that was floating around with different song names on it and then whatever it landed on they would do that so when they had the cube and i saw on the side that they had english love affair if you're a five sauce stand let me know if you know about english love affair it started off when we get it made like english love affair eats like i can't express how much i love that song so i am so upset that english love affair did not win for our stop instead we got wrapped around your finger which in the end that worked out for my sister because as much as i love english love affair she loves wrapped around your finger wrapped around your finger gives her a spiritual experience she gets so emotional and i think it's because she's a michael girl michael girls shout out to y'all you know one of a kind y'all have been through the ringer michael is now about to be a dad happily married like we have come so far in the fandom if you know you know but wrapped around your finger is my sister's favorite song so i'm like you know i love that for you but i would have very much preferred english love affair So yes, I do feel a little bit salty about that, but it is what it is. Also, I like the fact that the Five Sauce concerts, the audience is so different now compared to the way that it was in 2014. Um, I feel like a lot, a lot of, not a lot of people talk about this, but liking pop rock when you're black you know what I mean like black people love pop rock but not a lot of them show up to the concerts so I'm just gonna be real a lot of the times when me and my sister would go to these events like 
we would be the only black girls pretty much in our our section waiting in line we don't really see too many other black girls and not saying that that's like some huge issue because at the end of the day like we're gonna step when we need to step we're gonna do what we gotta do but like dang you know not having other people around that look like you in these environments and something that you enjoy can be a little sucky and then on top of that during the time period it was also hard feeling a little bit insecure back then with my body when I was a teenager going to these events and being plus size and you have all of these like super skinny girls um and you'd be like dang you know I'm better with have my body image now but at the time I was just giving very much insecure and whenever I would go to those concert environments I'm just like there's no black girls and on top of that like there's no thickies like what the heck but now I feel like everybody's grown up people have gone to college hitters have gained weight and it feels so validating now like being in that concert environment the audience has definitely changed I feel like for the better because not only are there a lot more guys at five star shows me and my sister noticed but because before it used to just be all chicks it seemed like at least at our stops we would barely even see any dudes I remember the one year my boyfriend had to go with him and go with me and he was just sick and not sticking out like a sore thumb like so there's so many more guys that go and on top of that there's so many more plus size ladies and like the girls were dressing down with their jeans boyfriend fit jeans and their crop shirts and stuff like that like so many plus size girls I was eating it up it felt so nice like wow like the five sauce fandom has really like diversified you know and there was like a few more black people um so yeah that ate and I also had like a really cute little experience me and my sister went to go get food and drinks after the opening act maybe at the altar performed and this girl walked up to us and was like hey do you want a bracelet I understand that bracelet culture has become a new thing in these type of fandoms um but it was my first experience because like I went to see Don Tolliver la in June and it's like that's not the type of I feel like fandom or environment where people are going to be sharing friendship bracelets but I've been seeing it getting more popular on TikTok and stuff especially like what Taylor Swift I think I used to be a Swifty um not anymore but I've been seeing a lot of the girls wearing those trading those friendship bracelets so I think that's really cute I wish stuff like that was popular during the time when I was like peak five sauce fandom that would have been super cute to be able to like trade off bracelets and stuff so I was surprised because this is a new thing for me so the girl just came up and was like hey do you guys want a bracelet and I'm like oh yeah thanks and I don't know if this is some like super common thing but she had on one arm names of songs and on the other arm she had sayings so we were just sitting there and it just felt so cute like the girlies me and my sister and her just sitting there chatting about five sauce and you know picking through the bracelets and the next thing you know a little crowd formed around and there was like three other girls with us too we were just all having like a little girl huddle 
looking at the bracelets, picking out our bracelets. And I'm like, you made all of these? It was so sweet. I ended up getting this for the visual listeners. This cute little bracelet that says Talk Fast. If you're a Five Sauce fan, you know Talk Fast is a super duper bopper. Talk Fast Romance. Won't last, I'm okay with it. Like, that song eats down. I really, really love it. I feel like Talk Fast is more like a different type of sound for them once they... If you're a Five Sauce man, you know that they've kind of evolved their sound a little bit. So I feel like that was kind of the beginning of the era with different type of sounding music that they were experimenting with. But yeah, so I thought that was really cute. I really liked the bracelet that I got. Overall, the environment was really good. And the Five Sauce show was everything. They are just such good performers. And you would think with me being in the fandom for so long that I would almost just get immune to their hotness, but that hasn't happened yet. And one thing about me, I've always been a Callum girl. I'm sorry, for those who don't know about Five Sauce, if you're confused, I apologize, but I have to get this on my chest. Growing up, I've always been a Callum girl down. But for some reason, every time I go to see Five Sauce, I get on Callum's side and then I find myself like obviously staring at Callum because he's freaking hot. But then I always end up looking at Michael and I'm like, I was starting to be seduced by this man. Like Michael is so hot. Like I just feel like he's just so hot in that typical uh, band like member of a band rock band type of vibe you know what I mean that type of way because he's just like the rocker guy like his aesthetic is just still so punk rock even though it's kind of evolved into like a classy punk rock he still has the nice hair and he's always gonna wear those black clothes and it's like when he's up there shredding on that guitar it's like oh that's hot (laughs) that's so hot and then Ashton on those drums, like being a drummer is hot. Okay. You can't tell me nothing. So yeah, overall, I really enjoyed that concert. And then afterwards we pulled up to McDonald's and you know, I had to get that McChicken post concert McChicken with a large high C mandatory. My sister had that Sprite so it could bring her back to life, wake her up, that high C hit. And then I went home, took that shower and slept like a baby. So yeah, we partied hard. That show is just always going to give you everything you need to get. So I really liked it. I also wanted to talk about the fact that I got an iPad. I am now a certified iPad girly. Okay, I got an iPad mini and... I've always wanted an iPad, especially ever since that one TikTok sound where that guy's like, what did he say? I feel like my life's ain't together because I don't got an iPad. I got an iPad. So now whenever I have my iPad, I'm like, I got an iPad. (laughs) I got an iPad mini four because who has time to pay all that money for the newest freaking iPad? Like, I'm going to just get one that's like relatively kind of new, but not really, but like not too old. You know what I mean? So I'm going to give me like a cute little pop socket for it. And I really want it so that way I can read because I was really debating on getting a Kindle or an iPad. But 
in the end, my sister was like, I really think you should get an iPad because you can do so many more things on it. Plus also read. So I'm like, whatever. And at first I'm like, no, I only want a Kindle because I made my way to Kindle TikTok. So I'm seeing all the girlies, you know, talking about what Kindle books they're reading. Oh, these are reasons why you should get a Kindle. Like I'm such a sucker for the propaganda. So I was really going to get that. And like me and my sister-in-law, my boyfriend's little sister, we were super geeked to like get a Kindle. But then I texted her and I'm like, I don't know, girl, my sister's saying that we should get an iPad. So I feel like we should get an iPad and I freaking love it. And on top of that, like now that I'm kind of like doing the show, doing this podcast, it's also going to help me so I can, you know, edit and, you know, Canva and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be multi-use. So I really like that. Um, yeah. So that is that with five sauce in my iPad. But uh, another topic that I wanted to talk about today was almond moms. I've been seeing a lot of the people, the girlies on TikTok, confessing their truths, being a victim of an almond mom. And if you haven't been familiar with the term almond mom, um, I pretty much got it and like knew what they were talking about as soon as they said it and I started hearing about it. But just in case, I was look, I looked it up and I saw quite a few good examples that describe what an almond mom is. And one of them say, typically white suburban moms who were 90s girls and never accepted they had an eating disorder. So now they have to make it everyone else's problem. <laughs> and there's another one I read that says, a mom who is stuck in dieting culture, the mom who projects their fears of fat phobia onto their own kids, the mom who thinks she's doing good for their kids, but is really causing trauma. That's deep. That's deep. Because I never, I guess I feel like it's validating because I never really had a name for it with describing the way that my family was growing up. And for the record, I don't have an almond mom, but I do have an almond grandma. And that has affected my life just as badly if I were to have an almond mom, because my grandma has been a big overhanging influence on my life on how I view myself and all that stuff so in turn like almond mom almond grandma has kind of affected like the way the rest of my family works so it's like my my mother she's plus size too like she's the only other plus size person in the family where it's like my mom has two brothers so it's literally just my grandparents were divorced. They got divorced when my mom was a, like graduated high school. So she's got my grandma, grandma and grandpa. And then they had my two uncles and my mom. So everybody else is regular size, but my mom is the only one that's plus sized. And because my granny, I would say is an almond mom that has affected how my mom views herself negatively. And then in turn, kind of has affected how I view myself growing up and being around my grandma I feel like as an almond mom was difficult and now I feel like the fact that other people are talking about it is so validating because 
it's just insanity. It's insanity. One example that I could think of of how my grandma has influenced the almond mom culture is one story that I tell people. Like whenever I tell people this, they're always super gagged. One year for Thanksgiving, or was it like Christmas or something like that? Usually you're thinking like that's the time that you're going to eat down, right? You think during Thanksgiving and Christmas that that's the time to eat ham, turkey, dressing, you know, just all of the typical Thanksgiving foods. Like you're ready to smash, you're ready to be full, and you're ready to go home, take that nap. And just be grateful about life and family. But in my case, one year, we had a salad bar for Christmas. I repeat, a salad bar. And people were always like, huh? And then at the time, I guess I was just so like, "Eh, whatever, like it's my life. Like that's my family. But now I realize that that's really not a traditional, normal experience for everybody else. And now that I look back at it, that is crazy to me. Like, I just don't want that for my future kids to have to be so almond mommy where you're like, we're going to have a salad bar. You guys are fatty McFatterds and you need to eat healthy. And then it's like, I feel like I also had salad trauma because my she never chose like the type of lettuce that I would like. It would always, I don't know what kind of leafy greens she would choose, but they weren't good. And they always had like these vegetables in there that I didn't like. And then she would always want to have like bacon bits, which I didn't like in my salad. And then you have all these little toppings like raisins and stuff like that. It's like, if I'm going to eat a salad, I want like a ham salad you know, or some salami in there, like technically an unhealthy salad. But it's like, if I'm eating a salad, I may as well have fun because at the end of the day, it's better than me getting like a freaking Big Mac from McDonald's. That's how I always look at it, you know? And then on top of that, I would be judged with how much dressing I would use, salad dressing. And it's like, okay, we're already eating a salad and I'm already pretty much miserable. Why am I being literally judged? for how much salad dressing I'm putting on it. Like I gotta drown this motherfucker because I gotta get through this meal. And oh, you putting too much dressing on there. You know, all those extra calories. And it's like, what? Cause I put two extra tablespoons, it's extra 80 calories, a big whoop. What the heck? Like what is a salad bar? for Christmas or Thanksgiving like it's crazy to me it's crazy and then I feel like it's also influenced my uncles because both of them are vegetarian I think so growing up when we would have barbecues it's like instead of having regular burgers we'd have turkey burgers and I don't know about you let me know but I'm not feeling turkey burgers. It's just something that I can't get jiggy with. Like, I'll use ground turkey for tacos, but even then, at the end of the day, I prefer ground beef. And it's like, what really is the big difference? I feel like it's just as stupid as being like white versus wheat bread. At the end of the day, it's bread. Like, 
we're only on this planet for a short amount of time. So it's like, I may as well live my life and eat that white bread. Why am I suffering eating wheat? Why? What really is the big healthy difference at the end of the day? Like, I just feel like little decisions like that aren't that big of a deal. So, I don't know. You may as well just have a ground beef burger at a barbecue rather than turkey burgers. Turkey burgers, I don't know, it's just gross. It's just gross to me. So that used to be annoying. Ugh, I don't know. And then we would have corn, but it'd be like creamed corn. Do any of you out there like creamed corn? You might, but I'm a texture person. I don't need creamy corn. Give me those individualized kernels, unsmashed, uncreamed, please. The freak. And then it makes me think about the time where my uncle was babysitting me for the weekend. So I was spending the night at his house and he's just so serious about his diet to where anytime we go out and have fun, he won't want to go like get fast food. And I would just feel like if I was, if my sister ever had kids, I wouldn't want my niece or nephews to have the best experience with me. Like, yeah, we're going to go. You want some McDonald's? Let's go get some McDonald's. If I'm going to take you to the mall, let's go get some food in the food court. Let's just have fun. You want some Auntie Anne's? First of all, what is a mall trip without a pretzel? Almond pretzel me, please. Anybody out there eat those almond pretzels from Auntie Anne's? If you don't, you're missing out. Uh, cinnamon sugar pretzel nuggets, icing dip, yes. Mini pretzel dogs, medium size, with a fruit punch, thank you. <laughs> Top tier. So the fact that he took me to the mall, and instead of doing any of those things, getting snacks, going out to eat for lunch, brunch, you know, normal things that I feel like you would do with your aunt or uncle he was like we're gonna go to the mall but we're gonna pack a lunch huh so he would take like a tostino's party pizza before we would leave to go to the mall put it in the oven take it out get a lunch box put the pizza in the lunch box pack some waters in there and then before we would go into the mall we would eat our lunch in the car and then you wonder why I don't want to keep coming over here for the weekend, because what is that? No offense to my uncle, like no offense, but I just feel like as a young kid, especially, you don't really want to eat a frozen pizza before you go to the mall. You want that pretzel. You want that bourbon chicken at that Chinese spot up there in that food court. I don't want to be in the parking lot before I go in eating a frozen pizza and then on top of that washing it down with water because mind you at the time I said before I didn't like water really and he would have Capri Suns that he would keep for him a box on deck in the fridge but I can never drink one I only had to drink water so and plus I've mentioned I never really liked pizza I don't really like cheese that much the texture is too much for me so eating a cold frozen pizza and then on top of that swallowing it down with a water was absolute torture for me 
Like, what is that? And then on top of that, I think that day we also went to the fair. They had some type of local fair there. And it's like, I want an elephant ear. I want a corn dog. Couldn't get any of that. Couldn't get any of that. And then even when we went to the mall, it's not like he bought me anything. Which I guess, you know, at the end of the day, you don't have to. But then it's like, what did we come to the mall for? To eat this frozen pizza, drink this water, and just walk around and window shop? I would have much rather just stayed at his apartment and played my, my not even Nintendo DS. At the time, it wasn't even, oh yeah, it is Nintendo DS. I was gonna, I was thinking about Switch. My Game Boy, my DS. I don't want to just walk around the mall and not get anything. What the heck? So, that was that experience. It is traumatizing because it ends up having an almond mom or whatever, family members, almond family. can just really affect negatively the way that your relationship with food. You're eating a bunch of stuff that you don't want to eat or really just not eating at all. Because they they're so worried about gaining weight, commenting on your body. Oh, McDonald's, that's fattening. Y'all always want McDonald's. The way my grandma used to say it. Yeah, I do. I can't help it. I want that double ham. I want that nugget. Kids meal. With the toy. I was a kid. I was a child. So of course. Why should... Why should, excuse me, why should I be shamed for that? As a kid. Super confusing. Super confusing. And then I remember when, at the time when we lived with my grandma for a while, it was post-divorce. So my mom didn't have a lot of money and I would just have to eat ramen noodles every day for a long time. Because the struggle was real. And it's not like I wanted to eat anything that my granny was cooking. I didn't like cabbage. I don't like greens. Um, or any other, other healthy almond mommy type stuff that she would make. So I would come home, make me some noodles. It wasn't really nothing else to eat. Nothing really else in the cabinet but nuts. No fruit snacks. Not even no cheese it something. Teddy Grahams, crackers, just noodles. So I would eat noodles all the time. It's not like I wanted to. I would get literally sick of them. But I had to eat something. Because it's not like she was, you know, tailoring to what we liked. And then she'd be like, you love them noodles. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't love them. There's just nothing else to eat. And you don't want to go get me food or even cook anything that I like because it's all just healthy and gross. And now that I've been on a health journey, I feel like I've gotten a little bit better with eating healthier things, obviously salads and getting my protein in, chicken, broccoli. I definitely have grown up and started liking a lot more things that I never used to like when I was a kid. But 
during those times, it was super hard. It was super hard. But yeah, those are just a few little examples that I could think of when I saw a TikTok the other day about almond moms. And I'm like, dang, that was my experience too. Uh, so now we're moving on to my favorite segment of the week. Favorite thing of the week. Favorite thing of the week. Favorite thing of the week. This week's favorite thing, Love Island. I have a history with Love Island because I never used to watch the show, but I would play the game. Let me know if you guys have played the Love Island mobile app. I love the app episode. Have any of you guys ever played that? Like the Demi Lovato one? I used to eat that up. I love a game that's like story based where you can choose your path and choose different options and get use the gems to come up with different outfits and stuff like that. I eat that up. So of course, when I downloaded the Love Island game, I'm running through those seasons like a track star. She's a runner, she's a track star. Because the Love Island game is so good. It's so good. But I never watched the show. And then my boyfriend's sister was like, have you watched Love Island? The current season, UK? Season 10? And I'm like, no, I never actually watched the show, but I would just play the game. And she's like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. And the next thing you know, I'm on TikTok. I'm seeing all of the Love Island contestants from the season making TikToks together and stuff, but I don't know what's going on. And I hate seeing those type of things and I have no clue what's happening. And then some of the cast members are cute, like Tyreek. <laughs> oh my God, he's so cute. He's so cute. Everybody went, what's your type? Tyreek. <laughs> Eat that down. Andre's cute. Zachariah is cute for the you that know who I'm talking about but Tyreek like uh, I just hate that I go for types like him I'm always gonna choose like that obviously hot guy I just can't help it he's so hot and it's just his swag it's just like ooh, ooh, ooh. I eat that up yummy yummy <laughs> So at this point, I'm just watching the show so I can look at Tyreek because he's a freaking hottie with a swimmer's body. Hottie Lamati with a swimmer's body. You guys know that from Hannah Montana? But yeah, so that's my favorite thing of the week. I even had my boyfriend watching it with me and we just be like talking about the drama and being like, yeah, you know, because Ella and oh, Zachariah, he wanted to choose. Because what, what is that? I'm only on episode eight. Which, by the way, my boyfriend's sister never told me that Love Island was so long. There's 60 episodes? What? That gives me anxiety because I have a hard time committing to a series that, that's that long. But at the same time, it's so good. There's something about the season that's so good. So I told her, like, honestly, I want to make it a personal mission of mine to finish this out just so I can say I did. 
because I want to know what's going on so I can go back and look at their TikToks and be like, oh, yeah, you know, like, I, I don't want to be left out. But hmm, at the point that I'm at right now, where I'm at on the episode that I'm at, Zachariah came in, bombshell, snatched up Catherine. Now he's talking about he want to be with, um, dang, what's that girl's name? Molly, I think. I don't even know. And then the person that she's coupled up with, what's his name? Mitch is like already obsessed with it. And everybody, oh, it's a little bit intense. No, I want, I want my man to be obsessed with me. So it's like, I get it. And he's a Gemini and my boyfriend's a Gemini. So my boyfriend was like, I totally understand. <laughs> and I feel like that's how my boyfriend was when we first like, you know, we're getting into feeling each other and stuff. It's like, if you want to make that claim, and you just like, you know, you know, you a baddie, I want you. Say what you got to say, dude. If that's your girl, say it. Period. Be about it. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been really enjoying Love Island. Hopefully I'll continue to keep watching it. I'll keep you guys posted if I do make it. Because it's been like a week and I haven't watched any episodes uh, because like once you start watching it, it's like so easy to just get stuck in that cycle. And the next thing you know, you're going to sleep and you're thinking about it, you're dreaming about it because you're just watching episode after episode after episode because there's so many. So I needed to take a little break, but yeah. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Like, comment, subscribe. Follow the pod on all socials, Instagram, TikTok, all of that good stuff is going to be linked in the description and rate me five stars. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Let's get this interactive thing going. Okay. So thanks again. I will see you guys next week.